coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. Hey, we got a lot to talk about. This is like a lot to talk about. I mean, like a shit ton to talk about. First of all, I'm going to rant. CM Punk on the main card of the main MMA promotion on the planet (laughs) on a pay-per-view card. Main card, pay-per-view card, UFC. CM Punk was 0-1 going into this fight. His opponent was 0-1 going into this fight. They shouldn't have been in the main card. They should not have been in the prelims. They should not have been in the in the in the in the what you call it, in the fight pass. They shouldn't have been. They should not have been in Bellator. They should not have even been in a Tachi Palace fight. Those two guys should be fighting in the amateur smokers somewhere in Alhambra, California. They should not be fighting in the UFC. It was a it was a, a despicable, it just a despicable way to bring down the UFC. It would be, I swear to God, the exact same scenario is if for some reason, uh, okay, CM Punk has a big name, but he wants to try basketball. So they throw him in the NBA Finals. That's what it would be like. They would never do that because they want credibility in their sport. They're not going to say, well, this guy's rich and he's a famous wrestler, so let's let him play some basketball. It'll bring our ratings up. No. It was a despicable, despicable move. It just... It, 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 it lowered all the other fighters. I mean, these guys like RDA, these guys, uh, you know, Whitaker and, and Yoel Romero. Forget it. What about the guys in the prelims? The guys that they were at? Yeah, like how about Alistair Overeem and, and the Blade who, who knocked him out? It, 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 was, it was not okay. It was, uh, I don't even know what to say. And it wasn't their fault. You can't blame Mike Jackson or, or CM Punk, it's not their fault at all. Because, I mean, but quit saying, oh, he's chasing his dream and he's a hero. No, he's not. He fought, the, the two guys, they didn't, If it would have been heroic if they would have fought RDA or Covington. Well, that's, and so the one difference is they've. this isn't the first time a big name non-fighter has fought in the UFC. Because Brock Lesnar did. Right. I wouldn't call it the same thing, but Brock Lesnar came over, but he didn't come over and fight an 0 and one no. amateur. He fought or, Frank Mir. He fought Frank Mir. And that, well, what did you think of that? I mean, that was bringing some. Plus, Brock Lesnar's an athletic freak, which okay. makes. But. Which made that fight a big deal. And it he was. Could, and he could fight, too. Okay. So, so then, okay, so put it up there. And, and, and if he was an athletic freak and he could have played football. Maybe they would let him fight in the NFL Super Bowl. 
But two guys that can't even fight. I mean, a lick to put them in is, is just deplorable. It just made no sense. Brock Lesnar was a different story. Right? Put him in the top and let him get going. He did pretty damn good for a while. But at least he fought, I mean, top-ranked guys, and people didn't go, while they're watching him fight, they didn't go, oh, God, well, he's I terrible. Think, and Brock Lesnar brought his fans, but then he made fans out of, like, me, like, UFC yeah. fans. I wasn't, I don't watch WWE, but I wanted to watch Brock Lesnar fight. I, I would never fight. want to watch CM Punk fight again. No, after, it was, it, after I that, hope he never so. fights again. He should be fighting in a smoker somewhere in Alhambra, California, in somebody's in somebody's uh, Muay Thai gym, just a little smoker. It's it, 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 no, he shouldn't have fought. Anyway, all right, let's forget about that. Okay, then we have some other some other controversy in that fight. Two people are claiming that their opponent was greased. Um, uh, Carla Sparsa was saying that her opponent was greased. That who she fought, Claudia. Yeah, Claudia. Okay. She lost. Um, and she lost to the person think... she was accusing was greasing. So tell everyone what that what is that, or tell me what Gre that is. Greasing is just like um, it's Vaseline, and the corner used to put on the Vaseline, but then there was corner guys that were a little shady, and they'd rub a little out Vaseline on your on the body. You're only supposed to put it on the face to prevent cutting. Um, but then they'd rub it on the body, which you do in boxing, which is fine. But they would do it even though they were told specifically in the dress room not to do it. But a lot of them would do it. So then the grappler would have a harder time taking them down because they're greased up. They put them on their legs. They put it all over. Um, so now the corner isn't allowed to have Vaseline. The, the cut man puts on the Vaseline while they're going out to the cage. So the cut man puts on a little bit of Vaseline and he'll come into the cage in between round and put on Vaseline uh, if the guy has a little cut or an abrasion or something. So they are the only ones that are allowed to do it. Because cornermen used to put it on their fighter's face, but then they have it on their hands and like they touch their fighters and it would get all over. So these fighters, Covington and Esparza, are accusing their opponents of greasing. Two in one fight. So I don't know. You'd have to go back and look at the tapes for that, but that's the corner. What's, what's the protocol though? When you because the fighter could come in before he even comes in the stadium with stuff they on him. No, they, they can't. How? Why can't they? Because they check him in the dressing room, and then when they walk out to the cage, you see the 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 cut man feeling them touch. They're not just being like the, you know perverts. They feel their whole body, and they even touch their legs. They're feeling for grease. Okay. They make sure they have a cup on. They make sure they don't have any grease. They make sure they have a mouthpiece. They check their fingernails and their toenails because there has been cuts caused by kicks with long toenails and and grappling with long fingernails. So they cut their touch their, their they check their fingernails, their toenails, touch their whole body for grease, mouthpiece and cup. So you cannot go into the cage with it. So if it if it if they were greased. Then they had to be greased in the cage. So guess what? There's a camera on the cut man or on the on the corner man the whole time. So it could be exposed pretty easily. So anyway, I don't know what'll come of that. I don't know if anything will. Well, Covington won his fight, so nothing. 
I don't know what what are they what can they possibly do about that? Maybe they could reverse the win. <laughs> he won anyway. <laughs> yeah, like if you win, that's pretty stupid to complain after a win. Because what do you want them to do? Reverse the decision? Say, yeah, you're right. They rubbed uh, they rubbed grease on themselves, so it that wasn't a fair fight. So we'll make it a no contest. That's just you won. It's stupid to complain. Complain if you lose, maybe. Like Esparza didn't lose, even though they gave her the, the uh, uh, Claudia the decision. I thought there was no way in hell Esparza lost that fight. That was a terrible decision. So, but anyway, so that's that. Okay, what so else? Have you, you ever seen that? Have you seen people greasing like oh, people yeah. you fought or? Yeah, you've seen it before. Well, not when I I fought because we didn't have uh, that. Like we were allowed to put grease all over when I was fighting. Um, even in the no holds bar fights, nobody ever checked for that. But um, we do watch our corners carefully, like the other corner, where I remember one fight in particular where uh, I had a grappler guy. I'm not going to mention the fight at all because I'm not throwing anyone in because I can't prove it. But there, I saw the dressing, the corner guy putting stuff on, on the opponent. And I would have said something, but my guy uh, ended up taking him down and knocking him out anyway. But I could tell for sure he was rub, uh, greasing it. But anyway, um, so I've seen it, and it doesn't. I don't think it happens very often. I, I I would seriously doubt if it happened here. They're checking way too carefully for that these days. There's so much. Um, there's so much commission there now, and I don't. I don't think it happened. But anyway, so let's talk about. Um, um, well, there was more controversy in this fight, in the main card. So the main card, you know, there was another weight issue right. where Yuel Romero didn't make weight by 0.2 pounds. Yeah. Uh, he weighed in 0.2 pounds over. I guess for a title fight, you can't weigh over anything. No, you can't weigh at all. So yeah. he weighed over just a tiny bit. And apparently the commission told me, okay, you got two more hours. Yeah. And then they only gave him an hour. Right. So I see both sides. Number one, you got to think, put yourself in the commissioner's position all right, you got another two hours, so give him the two hours. But now the commission is super, <clears throat> supervising. So now he looks like he's about to pass out. He does not look good physically, so they're going to cut it. Okay, now the commissioner is in trouble for cutting it early, but if he let it go on and, and, and uh, Romero died, the commissioner will be in even more trouble. Right, well, and also he had the opportunity to weigh in when Whitaker weighed in. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he didn't make yeah. weight, so it's hard to complain that you got extra time, but not as much extra time yeah. as you would have liked. Yeah, so, so yeah, there's there's a lot of suspicious things to that complaint. So they still he still got to fight a five round fight. Yeah, and he was only point two over, but the rules are rules. So you gotta have yeah. a, you gotta have a line somewhere. Yeah, and make I, the I fucking wait when you weigh in. They shouldn't even give you two hours. They should they should let you weigh in and give you like. Because sometimes scales are crazy, and some I, I know it. They don't, sometimes it might be a little off. Sometimes you, for whatever reason. So they'll give you another, they should give you a fucking half an hour. But two hours, that means you didn't even cut. You didn't even cut enough. But sometimes if it's just like, because he didn't weigh in, uh, didn't make it by like a whole pound or something. Some If he if he missed it by two, uh, 0.2 or something, 
I say give him another half hour, maybe 20 minutes, and he can go spit it out, pee it out, whatever. But to give him an extra two hours is like doing the whole weight cut again, just about. And they shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's crazy. So now, yeah, like you just said, he's complaining that he didn't make weight after he didn't make weight. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so anyway. the, the blame rests with him definitely and but definitely. It, like any of these things it's a it's a it's a you know it's a business yeah and canceling fights is not good for business especially right. at the last minute especially the main card main event championship fight yeah so they wiggle the rules and try to give them more time but ultimately if the commission doesn't think it's safe they should stop it yeah they absolutely he, should stop it because he's bitching now saying this is, I mean, when people bitch, this is, I mean, this is any kind of person that bitches all the time. They're going to say, oh, you, you didn't give me enough time. I, I, I could have lost that extra weight. Now you're starting to like look like you're about to pass out and you don't look healthy. But they, they let you continue and you fucking pass out and die. Guess what? You're going to bitch even more. <laughs> you're going to bitch even more. You're going to say, you let me die. You let me die. I'm going to sue you now. That's the worst, that's bitching the worst. after you're dead. It's the, it's, that's that's uh, the it's worst. Post-mortem bitching <laughs> is like, it sounds like my ex-wife. That's what she... <laughs> Never mind. So anyway, okay, so we got that, we got that. So anyway, so the fight went on. Let's talk about the main, the main, talk about the main Let's fight. Let's talk about the main fight. It was a great fight. It was the best fight. It was the best fight ever. So this is uh, Yoel Romero and Robert Whitaker. They fought before. Okay. Robert Whitaker won before a little bit uh, by a little bit more last time so right so this was close and really close. i was surprised you know i don't know you well romero that well but i was surprised how he fought in round one he came out and he just he basically stood there i mean he, there was a lot of footwork he so was he just, gave he gave up round one and he was very defensive yeah he didn't really throw a lot of strikes, but his style was just a. I don't know. Sometimes you want to feel a fighter out or see what they're yeah, gonna he's do. He's trying or, to save his energy. So if he's trying yeah. to save his energy, that 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 comes back to, well, is he totally sapped for energy because of this botched weight cut too? Yeah. Like that could have affected him as well. Yeah. Um, so he comes out saving his energy, which could have paid off if he won. Yeah. But when you come down to a really close decision at the end, you want you go back and look at it in retrospect and say, "Man, he sure was slow to get going." Yeah, he should have. He he should push it. Uh, first of all, I think the fight. Uh, I think it was a good decision, but it could have gone. I think it could have gone to a draw. I don't think. I don't think uh, Romero won that fight by any stretch, but I definitely think it could have been a draw. Um, but I think it's fair that, uh, that Whitaker won. So it could have been a draw. I wouldn't have come. If I was in the corner of Whitaker and they gave it a draw, which would have meant he kept his title if, he, if it was a title fight, which it wasn't, I wouldn't have complained at all. If he lost, I would have complained. Um, but so I, it was a really close fight and, 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 um, I think it was a good decision but like I said, if I think if I was the judge, I think I honestly would have given it a draw. Yeah, and I don't think anyone could have argued with Nobody. that. Nobody would argue with it, a draw. And it wasn't for the belt anyway. You know, you kind of look at those matches and you go, well, the tie goes to the champion. It does. It's kind of traditionally, right? Yeah, it does. But this wasn't really for the belt, right. although it should have been. But bringing up that, I, I, I don't know if it's a draw the second one. Um, it could have maybe then justified a third match. 
But when people talk about rubber matches, let's have a rubber match now. Maybe I'm like getting this the terminology wrong or the definition of a rubber match. A rubber match is when it's one and one. So you fight again to decide. So it's two out of three. But if it's two and oh, then what would a rubber match do? Then, then this guy wins. Now it's this. Whitaker still won two. So Romero's still lost the, the, the trio. So you, rubber match would have to be three more fights. You know what I mean? And he'd have to win all three of them. Because he's already lost two in a row. So you can't have a rubber match if it's two and oh. Just, you know. Anyway, so it's not a rubber match, people. Look it up in the dictionary under <laughs> rubber match. And yeah, I think that goes beyond boxing or fighting sports. I think it's every anything, right? Like, anything, one and one, and then yeah. you have a tiebreaker. It's like a hat trick. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. The, what's a hat trick again? It's a three. A, when you have three. Yeah, you get three, right? Yeah. So, but to Yoel Romero, so he's forty-one years old. He's a stud. God, that guy. He's is amazing. Killer. If he came on in the first round and fought in the first round like he did the second, third, fourth, fifth, he would have won the fight. If he, unless he gassed. And I think that's why he didn't come out in the first round. He was conserving energy. So it's it would gamble. It would have been a weird gamble. I mean, but I think I think if he if he came out stronger in the first round, he would have won the fight. But like I said, unless he knew he was gonna gas. And they went five rounds. He did not gas. And he didn't gas and they yeah. went five rounds. But we've seen guys that look amazing like he looks gas in one round yeah so it's you know the cardio is a different thing he had his cardio and his cardio was a lot better than i thought it'd be i mean so he went four hard rounds a lot of times i've seen a fight where he gasses a lot sooner than that so his conditioning was pretty tight so he he was going he went really good for four rounds um he should have pushed that but i don't know maybe that fifth that fifth round which would have been the first round uh, would have gassed him out. So maybe he, he was smart to pay it, play it safe, and at least he lasted. He might have completely gassed out the fifth round, maybe. So we don't know. But we'll never know, and no one will ever know. We might know, because they might fight again. I, <laughs> I would watch them fight again, for sure. I, I, Even I, though Whitaker's won two, it's not like they were decisive, like, avalanche I know, I know but I still don't think it would be fair. He's already beat him twice. I don't think he should have to fight him again. But Well, if he wants to fight him again. Yeah, if he wants I, to, that I think that'd it be would great. be a big draw. I think people would love to see them fight again. Yeah. I would, anyway. Yeah. That was by far... So, the difference between that fight on the main card and the first fight on the main card, you couldn't get more different in those two fights. The CM Punk-Jackson fight versus this fight. We were both on the same main card. They were, couldn't have been more different fights. So that kind of made up for it a little. That That's fight. a disgrace. <laughs> That's a disgrace. It's like Yoel, Yoel and Robert are sitting there having a beer after the fight in there, and then CM Punk and Jackson walk in, and they have to know they're on the, the same card. and, they, and they, So they're the same almost. They should be on the same. They should be at the same skill level. It would be like if you're on the team, the NBA all-star team, and then you have the guys at the super level of, 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 of Yoel and Robert, and then you have two guys playing, not even on the bench warmers. They're in the fucking lineup. You'd have a CM Punk and a, and a Jackson in the same lineup. It's a disgrace. It never should have happened. Never. Yeah, I, I agree. And what do you think about these kicks, these sidekicks or whatever to the I front of the them. leg? How much longer do you think that's going to be legal? 
That, as a doctor watching that, I do not like to see that at all. Every one of those that lands, you're like, oh, that's going to tear this guy's knee up. It yeah, shreds. It's, 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 it's just trying to grab at the lowest hanging fruit, and I think it's a cheap, It's cheap, a dirty... It's cheap. It's like dirty To tactics. me, if you're allowed to dislocate their knee like that in such an easier way... You should be allowed to kick in the balls. Why <laughs> right. can't you kick in the balls? They're well, or why bad. have all these other rules that you can't do? Yeah. You can't bend someone's fingers and break them. But you can it's, break their knee. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You can mess up that. someone's knee so badly like it's that. So It's so inconsistent. If you're going to do that, let them kick in the balls. I've, never, I've seen guys sprain their knees to, uh, and, 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 and tear ligaments with that. With that kick, but I've never I've seen so many guys get kicked in the balls and punched in the balls. I've never seen an I've never seen a, uh, an injury. It just hurts. Let them if you're gonna let them do that. Let them kick in the balls too. You know what I mean? If you want to take it to the next lap, let them fucking jab each other's eyes. Fucking, it's a stupid ass rule. You can't kick it. You can't hit in the back of the head, even though the back of the head and the front of the head same brain damage. People, same brain damage. There's no difference. But you can you can you can kick straight at the knee to try to tear ligaments in their knee, but you can't kick them in the balls. But that it's, kick is specifically designed. The only reason you would do it is to try to completely incapacitate your it's, opponent it's, it's, it's with ridiculous. an injury that you may not recover from. So for me, watching that, you know, you it's can stupid. kick, you can do leg kicks. You're going to recover from it's, leg kicks, yeah. even if you take out their knee from a, a side kick. Yeah, you know, on the side of the knee, you're probably gonna be all right. But hyperextending somebody's knee like it's that stupid. on purpose, please, guys. It certainly creates space. I can say that because you don't want. I mean, right? I see. It could create even more space if the guy's on the ground with a fucking torn ligaments in his knee. <laughs> right. It, so cre- it creates a lot of space. I don't like that kick at it's, all. It's stupid. It's stupid. And it should be illegal. If you're gonna make it legal, keep it legal. Okay, and you ha- don't you can't you can't pull back the pinky because you might hurt the pinky. <laughs> That's stupid. You can't kick in the balls because it hurts. I mean, I mean it's just fucking ludicrous. You can't even do a twelve to to six elbow on the guy's leg, but you can di- you can tear their ligament in their knee on purpose. It's stupid, and it should be banned immediately. All right. I agree. And then there was one orthopedic injury here you can see on the screen, but if you're listening to this, it's yeah. uh, it's Robert Whitaker's right hand. And he broke, apparently in the first round, he broke his uh, first metacarpal, which is yeah. the base of your thumb, basically. So your ability to grapple or grab or grip anything after punch, that is, is punch. gone. Punch is... No, punch is bad. Better if he's numb. But, I don't, yeah, I don't, but he would still have the force. You're not punching with your thumb. It's yeah, right but... But this this creates so much, this this makes it so much tighter. Without the thumb, it's just not even a a fist anymore. So I think this would impair that a lot. And a lot of thumb, a lot of thumb is involved when you're punching. Well, and that may be how he broke it. You can yeah. see it's a displaced fracture. It's pretty I've seen tons bad. Of them. He's having surgery on it. Because when you throw a hook, and you guys can't see this, but a lot of times you're actually hitting with your thumb. Overhand rights, a lot of times it hits with the thumb. A lot of punches when the when the guy's head moves, it hits with a lot the thumb. The thumb is involved in a lot more of the punching. That's why we wrap and tape the thumb. But some people don't like it wrapped or taped because they want more fle- uh, dexterity with their gripping. But they're giving up some stability for a, a potential break. 
So you have to remember that. And that has to do with a lot of the wrapping. A lot of people don't like it wrapped as tight because they want better gripping, but then they're giving up the potential if they're going to start striking, then they're going to, they have a better chance of uh, breaking their hands. So he had a terrible break. I think it's a really bad break. And it must have hurt like shit. You could, I mean, but he freaking, this guy is so tough. He almost got, he probably, he probably got like at least eight concussions during that fight. I yeah, bet he doesn't even was, remember his name right now. <laughs> that fight was brutal. Oh my God. But it was not, it was a back and forth, which is what made it a good yeah. fight. He would come back. Yeah. He got he got rocked a few times, but would come back and he came back and won. But yeah, um, that that's fight. what made for such a great fight. And the great fact fight. that he fought with it, he's right-handed, oh. I'm assuming, but he fought with his dominant hand with a really right. bad fracture, is broken, um, and he needs surgery on it from Tough. round one for five rounds. Also, you know, you see some of these guys get hurt, and they almost like a leg injury. They don't limp until after the fight's over. Yeah, it's like it doesn't catch up with you, uh, adrenaline wise or whatever. Until not, not really. I mean, it hurts, but you don't want to show your opponent that. So you, after the fight, you're like, "Fuck it, oh shit!" It just, it all, it's done now. But the, they, they're feeling. I'm telling you right now, they feel it throughout the fight. It hurts like shit because the adrenaline doesn't just disappear when the, you know, when their fight's over, then they limp off. Um, but it hurts like shit. These guys are so tough. And you know what? I mean, Whitaker is so tough. Court McGee beat Whitaker. Then that says so much for Court. I think that was Whitaker. Was that Whitaker's last loss? No, I don't think so, but it could have been. I think he's. I think he got KO'd by... No, I, I don't know. Yeah, look. look at all these wins. Yeah, His I... last... Oh, Stephen Thompson. So he lost to Court and then Wonderboy. Okay. But, and then he's won everything since then. But, I mean, with that, as good as he is, I love Whitaker. Um, and I think he's a great champion and he's just a great guy. I mean, he's a fucking... He's what all MMA guys should be. You know? I mean, him and Court, when they fought, it was like it was like two guys... And, okay, I'm going to give you Yoel, too. Yoel is nothing but respect. I think he shows so much class. Um, I mean, people... You know, like, he has a villa... You know, they like to vilify him... Because of his steroid past and his something with the Olympics, he did some kind of supposed cheating or whatever. But right now, the way he fights in the UFC, even this last fight, I'm sorry he's complaining and I don't think he should, but during the fight, he showed nothing but class. Even after the fight, nothing but class. And he took a lot of shots and he came, he was coming forward trying for the knockout from the second round all the way to the fifth. So I think Yoel, Yoel Romero, Romero showed so much heart and so much skill and so much power and so much conditioning. So I say both of these guys who showed so much respect um, deserve fight of the fucking year, you know. But I, but Romero, I think uh, equally so. Yeah, that was a great fight. It was. And so there was a fight right before that fight. Yeah. Uh, so Colby Covington. Yeah. Who's made himself more famous lately? Uh, fought Rafael dos Anjos. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it was. It, it, I don't think it was a really good fight. Um, I think I think Covington beat him clearly, but to me, to me, if you're gonna talk that much smack, not. I'm going to out-wrestle you. I can out-wrestle you all day long. I can take you down all day long. I can out-wrestle you. I can out-hold you. If that was his, his, his uh, bragging, 
Uh, and that's how he was selling that fight. Okay, then he's going to wrestle. But I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to knock you out. But then you don't want to bang with someone. You want to hold them, smother them, take them down. That's great. You're showing tons more skill and conditioning. I'll give you that. But unless you're fucking banging, don't, 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 don't start talk, talking smack before the fight or even after the fight. If, if, unless you want to bang, don't act like you're the tougher guy. Act like you're the more skilled wrestler or grappler. But well, don't act like you're the tougher guy because you're not unless you're willing to stand there and bang. And then he, that's Coley's background too. He was a wrestler. Right. A high school, like state champion wrestler he, and a he, college wrestler. Huge pedigree and a, a very good wrestler. But he's but, not. But he was saying before the fight that RDA is going to leave in a stretcher. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> let me just tell you something. You can't put someone in a stretcher by laying on them and holding them. You want to pick them up and slam them upside down. You're going. You're you're going to lose the fight. That because that's illegal. He's not going to go leave in a stretcher by you out holding him, out positioning him, out maneuvering him in grappling. He's not going to leave in a stretcher. If you want him to leave in a stretcher, you need to either break his leg with a with some kind of submission or knock the shit out of him. You didn't do either, so you didn't really. Beat the shit out of him like you said you were gonna. You you definitely out wrestled him. You out maneuvered him, and you out positioned him. But you didn't beat the shit out of him by far. You really didn't. So that kind of bragging rights, just say. I mean, just say I'm gonna out wrestle my guys because I'm a wrestler. I'm not really a banger, but I'm gonna out wrestle the shit out of all my guys. That should be how you brag before your fights. What I agree. Think? Right. And then afterwards, what did he say? He said. Uh... In the press conference, he's going to the White House. I don't know that he's invited to the White House. That would be the only. That was the only <laughs> thing that I liked about him was saying, uh, like Trump, he's going to make this great. I like that. To me, that was good. But um, he wasn't invited. I think he should have been, but he wasn't. Um, and, and and making the division great again, I I kind of agree with him. I think he's he's something that's lighting a fire under people like Woodley. Woodley Woodley isn't liked enough. Because I think Woodley is a freaking huge talent. But some he just rubs like some fans the wrong way and you know the way he talks and, and but he's so skilled. He has a fucking knockout punch, much more than Covington. I mean look what he did with uh, Lawler. He's a one punch knockout artist and he's a fantastic uh, wrestler. So I think he's a better all around fighter than Covington. But for some reason he just hasn't caught on yet. So I think with, with Covington in there, raising the bar for popularity or unpopularity, as it were, I think this gives uh, Woodley a great chance to, to rise up and, and, and shut, up, uh, shut Covington up. And then he'll become uh, more, of a, more of a liked fighter. I love, I love Tyrone Woodley. I think he's great. But he's just not as popular as he should be. Has nothing to do with his color. Has nothing to do with his style. Because I think he has a fucking unbelievable style. And I've, nothing about his color. He's just... There's something about him. Just sometimes people don't click with the fans. I think him beating the shit out of Covington. He'll click with the fans. And I think he's going to rise up to where he should be. So take that... Uh, Tyrone and I think I think I think Covington is going to be your your ticket to whatever. I think that's going to be the Ali 
Foreman. That's going to be the Ali Frazier, whatever. That's going to be the the Arturo Gatti, whatever. Who did he fight for the movie? Remember? Uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying. You're not okay. You're going to be the uh, Forrest Griffin, uh, Stephen Bonner. That's going to be your rise. Is is knocking out uh, Colby Covington. So anyway, all right. So that's that. That fight happened. Uh, we had Holly Holmes. She's impressive. She is great. I, I mean, I've never really been. I've never really liked watching. I've never been really a huge fan of hers. Nothing. Nothing personal. Nothing. Just. I don't know. I'm just certain people. I just. I mean, I just like. She doesn't come out with a lot of charisma. I mean, she doesn't really smile or anything. No, she doesn't. I don't know why, but after this fight, I do. I just because I've watched her, and thanks a lot to um, to her team. I mean, her team is created a monster i mean now she's not only a great boxer and kickboxer uh, but she's a freaking now she's an animal wrestler an animal at wrestling takedowns she has such good control with her clinching and her uh her dominant positions um and to take this girl down yeah so she fought megan anderson who is six feet tall 12. she's almost seven feet tall she's giant and she has these huge long limbs yeah. she's so like a spider hollywood go for a takedown and this girl's legs were so long trying to knock her over uh she was able to do it but uh it definitely looked like a challenge and she was able to take her down um so I think this it was their size mismatch was kind of part of the fight as it well. It was, it was, but but Holly, uh, but Holly was able to to overcome that, and and I think Holly realized in the first thirty seconds of the fight, this girl showed some serious. She came out banging at first. I go, oh shit, Holly banging. I think she got her with a knee or uh, yeah, it was elbow, and I thought she was gonna KO her, and then all of a sudden Holly turned it around. Great fight IQ. She turned it around and she she. She uh, she imposed her grappling will, and she just won all. She did won all three rounds uh, without a doubt, and she showed how much she has evolved. She's not just a, a a great kickboxer in MMA. Now she is a full on MMA fighter. So uh, kudos to her, and kudos to a camp, her great camp. I, uh, she still trains with the uh, Jacksons, and they have created. To me, I think I think um, I think that's their their biggest best from zero to where she is now uh, creation from scratch. They've created that from scratch, and I think they've done a great job. So good fight with her, uh, and she won easily. Yeah, so. she won a decision at the end. Yeah. So we got that. And the uh, other big fight was uh, Arlovsky and uh, Tuivasa. Yeah, Tuivasa, the shoey uh, guy. Yeah, who drank the beer out of some strange. Uh, some he, he asked shoe. Joe Rogan, "Did you hear that?" Yeah, Joe Rogan said no. <laughs> he asked him to drink a beer out of his shoe. Joe Rogan said no. Um, I don't blame him. That's like perverted. That's like I don't sick. know if that's an Australian thing or what is that. I have no the idea. The shoey, I don't know. It's definitely something. It was definitely a good fight. It was a back and forth fight. I thought Arlovsky won. Um, but not by much. I could see. I could see it going both ways because uh, Tua was the more uh, more of the power hitter. But I felt uh, Arlovsky was more of a more of a numbers guy. Um, it looked like it looked like he controlled the distance more. But it could have gone either way. I just maybe because I like uh, Arlovsky so much and he's such a warrior. 
Um, maybe I, I gave it to him, but I actually thought he won a decision, and they didn't give it to him. So I don't think I would complain about that if I was in his corner. Um, but, you know, this Simone is freaking... He's like a he's like he, a mule. His stats coming into this fight were ridiculous. He yeah. had nine wins in a row by first round knockout. Yeah, and, and first round. So so he actually got this fight. At, you know, Arlovsky took him the distance. And to a Arlovsky, decision. I think, uh, I think Arlovsky did a great job in in controlling the distance. Distance is king. Distance is everything. Whoever controls the distance controls the fight. Just as Covington or RDA. Uh, just ask, uh, just ask, uh, what you call, um, Holly Holmes. Distance is everything. Ask Whitaker. He controlled the distance. That's why he won that fight. He was able to go in get his shots, then control the distance. Distance is king. So with that said, now Dana wants, speaking of distance, Dana wants to distance the weigh-in back to the evenings. There's a lot of flack with that. Um, some of the fighters, especially Al Quinta, do not like that. Um, he's saying, I'm just going to weigh in in the morning anyway. You can't weigh in in the morning anyway. Where, whenever... well, the, whole, the whole point of this, though, from a medical fighter safety point of view, is, hey, we have the, the weigh-in at 4 p.m. They fight the next night. Let's move it to the morning... And give them more time to be healthier and recover from their weight cut before they fight. Maybe make a better fight. Maybe the guys are, have more stamina. Maybe they're more hydrated. Maybe it's less chance they're going to get hurt. So let's make a, a, you know, a conscious decision to do the right thing and make the weigh-ins earlier. Is that right? Is that why they moved the weigh-ins? Yeah. Two year, it was like two years ago. They moved the weigh-ins to be in the morning. They did. I think, I think it was working out great. A couple guys... Trying to now they're trying to overdo it, but one of the reasons they and, and a couple guys didn't make weight, but you have to also realize when they took that, they changed the weight time, they also took away the IV. So if you're gonna bring it back to the evening, you gotta bring back the IV, or you're gonna have a lot of fucking dehydrated guys, and you're still gonna have just as many because the IV's gone now. So you're gonna have just as many guys that aren't making the weight. Another thing you have to remember or think about is um, that, you know, the, the, the brain, right? You're going to get a ch more, more chance of uh, concussions with, with that. That's what they say. But they've never proven that, not in the UFC anyway. So people are going to, the, the, the commission is going to dispute that. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to go back and forth. And stats are showing, I think, without a doubt, that stats are going to be are showing that um, that there are more people missing weight now because of uh, this morning weight weight cuts. You know the the weigh in the morning weigh in. So, um, I mean Dana Dana has a good argument about that. Yeah, but that's not for the safety of the fighters or for the health of the sport. That's because people are missing weight, right. which affects the promotion. Right. So for me, if you're gonna if you're gonna take the moral high ground and say we're moving the weigh-ins earlier because it's healthier and safer for our fighters, and then go, well that didn't work because now guys are missing weight, so let's just move it back. 
Yeah. That's kind of uh, contradictory to the message of why the weight cuts yeah. get moved. Yeah. So he didn't. He's not looking out for his fighter safety at all. And to me, honestly, guys would be much more willing to to make the weight because a lot of guys they don't push it quite as hard because there's no more uh, IV. The IV, come on. The IV was huge. See, so yeah, the IV is huge when they're uh, when they're cutting the weight. I'll be right there. Um, but. Um, you know, because it helps to it helps so much more to 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 uh, safely replenish. Trying to drink after you've dehydrated that much, now just trying to drink a shit ton of water, it's not gonna work. You got your stomach feels bloated, then you don't want to drink anymore. It starts making you feel sluggish. It doesn't work the same way. The IV does. So maybe maybe you should have commission guys. You know, maybe stand over because sometimes when guys are just kind of doing. IVs in the in the room and it's just trainers and a lot of people don't know how to do it correctly. They don't know what to put in the bag. I've seen people put some crazy shit in those IV bags. That's very dangerous. Uh, I think with a either a half normal saline or a normal saline, uh, just simple hydration. Forget lactated ringers. Forget uh, mag sulfate. Just normal saline or half normal saline and have somebody that's hired by the commission, a nurse or something. Give the guys IVs, much safer. They're going to be rehydrated much better, and I think they should keep it in the morning. Well, if they keep it in the morning, you don't need to worry about the IVs. I think, I think they should still keep better. it in the morning. Give them plenty of time. They can orally rehydrate they can. effectively, and give them plenty of time to get back to being hydrated before the fight. But make the way into the next. But, Dana White's saying that the people they're not morning people. Yeah. Or you have to cut weight the night before, and then you can't sleep, and it makes you miserable. The interesting thing here is it seems like the fighters that are coming out and at least being vocal are totally against it, like Iaquinta. Yeah, there's been but a couple. But Dana White's saying, oh, no, all the fighters want it. So it's a little bit of a, uh, you know. I think it's bad on his promotion because it's hard. I mean, I think they should be day of weigh-ins, and then people would fight a lot closer to the weight. It wouldn't be as big a problem. People wouldn't, wouldn't be trying to do it as much. Um, but there'd still be guys that are missing weight and then they'd, it'd be hard on their promotion because then they're missing weight the day of, but I think there'd be less people missing because more people would be fighting closer to their weight. Or you just make the penalty harsher too. Instead of a 30% of their purse, you miss weight then it's more. Yeah. Then that would totally discourage people from fighting out of their weight class and you could weigh in the day of fights, which would be a lot healthier and safer. Having to cut weight at all... Isn't I, it doesn't help you in any way to win a fight, yeah. Other than you can weigh more than you're supposed to for that weight yeah, class. That's all. That's all that's about, and that's what I think. Dana is. If he wants to go nighttime weigh-ins. He should just make a day of, and yeah, make the fine fucking unbelievable. So guys do make the freaking weight, and they just or if move they up. can't make the weight, they move up. They move up to the next weight class. And, that's the next but idea. everybody does, so that is fair. So right, you're not so fighting a guy. You get in the ring and you're fighting a guy that's way bigger than you because he really isn't in your weight class. So, yeah, because he's a better weight cutter. You might be a better fighter, but he's a better weight cutter, so now he's going to have the advantage. All, everyone should weigh in the day of the fight from now on. Yeah, and you should uh, weigh in. Just you weigh, should fight in the Fighting what your normal weight is. There you go. We just <laughs> solved it. That, with that note, we're out of here. Thanks for coming. It makes it easy. Share this. Because we just, just we just fixed this whole Dana, make sure you watch this. We just solved the biggest problem ever. Weight 
weigh in day of fight if they don't make it massive penalty massive don't let them fight in the ufc anymore i bet you everyone would make it or just I mean, make it an 80 percent penalty how many how many times are you gonna want to do that yeah that's a better idea make it 80 percent of their purse and it all goes to their opponent yeah yeah done ding any other problems we need to solve no we're good thanks <laughs> all right see you guys see